I'm on fire, this is not a drill, this is not a false alarm, this shit is for real, you can see the flames from my mouth when I talk, and you can see the smoke from my shoes when I walk, yeah, I'm on fire, this is not a drill, this is not a false alarm. Recorded live from the Engine Room in Broad Ripple, this is the Voices of Indy stream hosted by Josh Gillespie. Voices of India is a show dedicated to giving you the opportunity to know the musical, visual, and theatrical arts of Indianapolis, Indiana. This week's guest is hip-hop artist Reckless Rhymicide. He is a 2019 Midwest League Award nominee, and he performed at the uh, Slamology Music Festival in 2022 and Fountain Square Creative Arts Festival also in 2022. And today's episode is sponsored by Indianapolis Independent Entertainment. IIE's goal is to help grow local DIY artists, freelancers, and businesses within the Indianapolis community and generate more paying creative opportunities. Their, Indiana- their mission excuse me, <laughs> their mission is simple, to establish a network of creatives who excel in areas of need and connecting them with other network members. This way, they can help to expand the local art and music scenes. IIE believes that by eliminating some of the intimidating barriers within the entertainment industry, more opportunities will be produced for local freelancers and businesses. This will help Indianapolis become the place to go for art and music in the Midwest. If you are interested in learning more, go to their website at www.indieindient.com. That's I-N-D-Y-I-N-D-I-E-E-N-T.com. And fill out a free application to discuss how you and IIE can redefine making it together. And like I said, my guest this week is the one, the only, Reckless Rhymicide. Sir, welcome for being... Uh, welcome to the show thank you for being on it hey man thank you for having me josh you're welcome uh and i always start off every show the same way so okay um for those who may not know about my guest uh i follow you on instagram i feel like i you are one of the biggest promoters out there (laughs) um if there if there's one person that you definitely need to be checking out it is reckless rhymicide I appreciate that. Uh, you're welcome, man. You you hustle. You hustle I, with the best of them. I do, man. You do. So tell tell the, our viewers a little bit about yourself. Who is Reckless Rhymicide, and how did you get into the game? So uh, Reckless Rhymicide is uh, first and foremost, I'm a hell of a rapper. <laughs> I uh, so I've been rapping for the majority of my life. Uh, I came up, not the early, early days, but the early 80s, and I I went through the hip-hop culture, you know, as far as, like, getting boxes out of trash cans. and No way. Yeah, man, we used to break dance against other neighborhoods and stuff, and then, um, so, um, my brother was originally, like, a drummer. I don't know if he told you. Josh had my brother. He did not. No, yeah, yeah, so he he was a drummer in school, man, and, uh, so he was always, like, the beatboxer, and then, um... and that I, he did talk about. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Duke beatbox. So, yeah, yeah. So, I was the MC, man. And on the back of the school bus, man, we was always battling, man. And uh, so, so hip-hop was always friendly and competitive, mm-hmm. you know. And... Um, and that's and that's pretty much what we did, man. Like I said, we uh used to walk from we grew up off of like twenty first to Arlington, man. We used to walk to like thirty eighth and Arlington to the record stores to get vinyl. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. So which we, is funny because you can still get vinyl now these days. Well, it's a little more expensive. <laughs> it is then. way more expensive. Man, I can get a twelve inch for like seven dollars. <laughs> you know, now that same twelve inch might be fifty. Just depends on who it is. It's so, so true. So okay. yeah, man. So. Um, that's, that's pretty much how I started, man, with it. And, um, 
like I said, me and my brother together initially, me and Loke Ramaside were initially a crew called Reckless Ramaside. So I was Crazy K and he was Loke. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I had took a little break for a few years just to do family stuff. And Loke kept going, so he became Loke Ramaside. And then um, about five years, four years ago, I just woke up, was like, Man, let me give it one more good go. And um I've I've been going strong ever since, man. So So tell me, who have been your influences? I think that's again, I a lot of these are kind of standard questions. Oh, but that's fine. I man. love knowing what it is so, that that really kind of gets at the heart of of what got you into into well, rap and hip hop. For me was um was a lot of uh, old school. Obviously, this was New York mostly. LL Cool J, uh, Dana Dane, uh, UTFO, Roxanne Shante, like a lot of just like older hip hop acts, Cool Mo D, and then the West Coast started coming in with Too Short and and. Obviously, you know I'm an NWA fan. Oh, how can you not be? That's what I want to ask. Yeah, so I um I just take my life experiences, my, mainly my life experiences, but also the experiences of uh of just what I've seen in in other mm-hmm. people's life, man, and I talk about that and my uh, music has definitely evolved because I've gotten older and my life experiences are different now. So I find myself trying to reach back and uh, help some of the younger guys that may be going through now some of the things that I went through before. So, mm-hmm. How do you do that? I mean, do you actively like take people under your wing and and help them you know kind of guide them along the way so that they don't make same mistakes right well first of all i speak the language and that that's easy so they they look at me as a i always make it's a long-standing joke is that it depending on where you know me from you know because some people uh call me like a corporate thug because i know yeah yeah yeah, man because i've always had fairly decent jobs you know Mm -hmm. but i could speak with uh you know people from all walks of life and all backgrounds like so i grew up in a hood but you know i went to college too so Mm. and uh so a lot of the younger guys um they can relate to my story and uh and then they ask me like what i did to uh make some changes in my life so i just try to give them as best as i can you know the guidance and Mm -hmm. tell them really it all boils down to me making good decisions daily, mm-hmm. you know. So, because before I used to make the bad decision. Sure. No, yeah. And yeah, now yeah. I make better decisions. So I try to give it to them in a language that they'll understand. And a lot of my music, there are definitely messages. And some people don't understand it, but the people that I'm talking to, they mm-hmm. get it clear. Yeah. Let's talk a minute about uh your music and and how you've kind of grown as an artist mm-hmm. a bit um your latest single oh yeah that's different that is a little different yeah, oh definitely different. D- that's a little different but i mean so i i kind of feel like you know you know how to go hard but you also know how to party yeah 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 definitely but um lately i found myself um uh, not 
excuse me, not necessarily writing off of emotions. Gotcha. You know, so usually when I write off of uh, emotions, if I'm sad, I write something sad. If I'm uh, mad, then I write something kind of like my song, Enemy of the State. I'm just mm-hmm. mad. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the Spread Your Wings is a song that about me telling my story and some of the things that I went through, but encouraging people that might be going through those situations now that mm-hmm. you can pull yourself out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, my current single is titled We Came to Party, and that is definitely a party song. Mm-hmm. So it's just... An anthem almost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it definitely is, man. So I, I like to think it's something like a poppy pitbull flow rider kind of uh and it's just me i've always experimented with my sound i like to think that i'm a songwriter and i don't want to be just in one certain genre of music i don't want to just be like a gangster rapper or a trap rapper Hmm. because i i think i can flip it and and get creative now and don't get me wrong man so it it, you know my current sound is definitely highly influenced by my current producer and i gotta shout him out please do it's uh who done it beats man and uh it's my current producer so i uh took the advice of uh, a lot of industry professionals and i got with a producer and we started building this new sound together. So, yeah. so I got a project coming out. Uh, I need to finish two songs, but it's the whole entire project was recorded by and uh, uh, produced by Who Done It Beats. So no I, way. Yeah, everything. So man. here in town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he works out of my office, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we got the Ramasai headquarters, <laughs> the logo on the wall. Hey, I was proud of that. No, you should be. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like I said, there's no one who hustles so much that I've seen that hustles as much as you do. Yeah. And, and we're going to get to that because I want to talk to you and especially how you're able to incorporate that into how you uh, reach out to other people yeah. and, and teach them ropes. Yeah, you know, when they're, no, they're, they're I definitely, I try to do that. Um, but I, I, I want to stay a little bit in, in, in the music a bit. And um, what has, I guess, I, you know, when I think about rap and hip-hop in the game like what has uh how has indianapolis responded to you and what do you think of the hip-hop community that we have here i feel like it's it's actually pretty strong it is and we have some amazing talent but not just hip-hop but we do have some amazing uh talent man and i think that um things have definitely gotten better as far as um over the years, though, things have definitely gradually gotten better. Technology has changed, and a lot of these um, organizations and uh, venues are realizing that man, hip hop is the biggest thing in the world. If you don't incorporate it, you're gonna miss out. Mm-hmm. And um, and there are different sub genres in hip hop oh, yeah, as there well. Are. So. Yeah, ton. Um, do you feel like that? You know, I, I feel like back in the day, you know, when I think about the 80s and 90s, that there was a particular sound for each region. Oh, and yeah, there was a, there was definitely a particular Midwest sound, whether it came to rock and stuff like that. Yeah. Is there a Midwest sound for hip hop? Or, I mean, I feel like it's... I think now... It's pretty broad. Yeah, I think now, because of the internet, we're all interconnected now. And, you know, a lot of the slang 
uh, we don't get me wrong. Indy still has their slang and stuff like that. But I, I noticed that, uh, Atlanta and this is like the black Hollywood, man. Mm -hmm. And they, they have so much of a stronghold on hip hop right now. And it's heavily influencing a lot of sounds, but you can find what you're looking for because, uh, I, most of the artists that I know, they have what I would call their own sound. They mm -hmm. don't sound like the, uh, more popular rappers, but, sure. but it's still dope. So I don't know if Indy has a certain sound, uh, but we definitely, um, we definitely are a melting pot and mm -hmm. I know, a a bunch of diverse artists though. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about your, uh, let's, um, sorry, I'm, I'm stumbling over my oh, words yeah, yeah, here. No, good, it's all right. Man, no worries. No, but, but I want to talk about, uh, what you do at CanCan. -Can. Oh, okay. Your, your, uh, open mic that you do there that, okay. that you've put together. I mean, you're very involved in the community. I, I try to, I try to, um, be the change that I want to see in, mm -hmm. uh, in a local arts community. In general, but the music community mm -hmm. specifically. Yeah. I just try to be the change that I want to see. I try to, uh, the, I tell people all the time, the more I get, the more I give. So when you give me an opportunity, you're giving a, a lot of other artists opportunities as well. So mm -hmm. when I, so the thing at Can Can, man, is, um, I had a comedy show over at Can Can. One of the comics that I booked was a uh, Big Mike G. His name is Michael Gaud, and he's a vet. And uh, he asked me after our show, he was like, "Hey, man, I like to do something over here." So I hooked him up with the owner of the um, facility, and uh, we worked it out. So now we've been going strong for close to a year, and it's a comedy open mic, but. We uh, feature a musical guest and I invite a musical guest from either somebody that I've saw, watched, I've watched throughout mm -hmm. the years or somebody that I've, uh, you know, I've just been watching on the Internet. I'll reach out to them and tell them how amazing our audience is because the yeah. audience is really receptive like you can really literally check your shazams later mm -hmm. on that night the, i mean because most of our audience they just there for a show yeah and that's what makes i think it uh special and it's a nice facility as well so mm -hmm. you recently had someone on that uh i've been kind of keeping an eye on and she's going to be on the show here next month uh, Anna Owens. Oh yeah, yeah, Anna, and, man. And I, I was listening to her album. The girl can drop some rhymes. No, Anna's up, and that's what I was telling you about yeah, the uniqueness. Yeah. So uh, upon seeing Anna, you would think she was typical singer songwriter, mm -hmm. and then she breaks out rapping with the acoustic guitar. So no, Anna's. Uh, she's a dope young lady. Uh, I saw her last night. Actually, man, we were supposed to have a show, but. Um, no, Anna's dope, man, and I'm I'm gonna do some things for Anna as well too, mm -hmm. man, because I I like to uh I like the fact that she's young, and uh, I can guide her. Mm -hmm. You know, I can yeah, yeah, yeah. give her some knowledge that'll make her path a little more easier. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, I really like Anna. Yeah, well, that kind of goes back to how you're working within the community and working with other artists. Mm -hmm. But you haven't limited yourself to just hip hop artists. You're no, willing to work man. with everybody. Man, I, I, 
like I said, for me, I just want to normalize push and play on Indiana music. Just mm-hmm. push play. Just give it a chance. You might discover your next favorite band or rapper or whatever. So I feel like, uh, well, I personally know that we all, even the majors, we all have access to, we all use the same equipment. Mm-hmm. We we all use the exact same equipment. So they don't have anything that we don't have. Um, the labels tend to take care of the um, the marketing. So they have a bigger budget. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they don't have anything that access to anything that we don't have. And I, so I just try to teach the artists that I encounter that, you have access to everything that I, because most of the majors that I, people that are signed mm-hmm. that I've talked to, they wish that they could be independent because they would didn't have creative control. Yeah. 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 I mean, do you find that being an independent artist uh, allows you to have that ability to kind of flow in between different genres within hip hop that, I mean, you truly have freedom as an artist. Man, I could write a song tonight and put it out. It'd be on Spotify tomorrow. So times are different. Like, and uh, with me being independent, like nobody's really telling me what I can and what I can't do. I'm just doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But, but I have a love for just the art of music and just creating. So it's fun to me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's challenging. It's fun. And, um, and I meet some amazing people, man. Mm-hmm. So tell me what you think about the Indianapolis scene in general, whether it's I mean, just music in general and, um, your history with it. And, um, I don't know. I, I, I that's what I try to get right. into with, with some of my guests is really trying to get their feel for the yeah. Indianapolis music scene because, you know, there have been some movements corporately to try to yeah. engage with the Indianapolis music scene and try to boost it a bit. But it seems like right now there is this one. I don't know what's going on with that. Right. And and two, it, it seems like the artists themselves are trying to take it, you know, take the steps themselves to really kind of get out there. Like there's a a real energy. Yeah. Well, you you definitely you have to be self-promoting on any aspect. Even if you uh someone does book you, you've got to you you've got to learn um what's important to the venue. You got to learn what's important to the promoter. And if you're promoting yourself, then you know, you got to sell tickets. So some kind of way you have to generate money. So, you know, it, none of it happens for free. The money comes from somewhere. But if you don't have the money, but you have the hustle, you're going to get out there and try to sell these tickets. You're going to sh- post consistently on social media mm-hmm. because that's the wave. I mean, we have to utilize all of our tools and a, a lot of them don't. They're, they're free. They don't cost anything. So in order to grow our audience. So. So here's my question for you, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and here's where I'm. If uh, I'll be honest, I'm asking for advice. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. That's what uh, I do, man. That's so. How do you, if you're hustling on social media, like I hustle like crazy on social you do, media. You, you do, you do. You've seen, you've seen what I do. Whether it's for Voices of Indie, whether it's for myself, you know, I'm I'm pushing hard. But at the same time, it's hard to get people to shows. You know, what it is. what do you suggest for people who put in the hustle? 
Because, I mean, there are definitely some people out there who are promoting like crazy, yeah. and yet they still have a hard time so, getting people to show up. I uh, I use a, a bunch of different tactics, man. One of my tactics is I'm definitely going to – I'm pretty good at ads, Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty good at and but not a lot of money, so 20, 30 bucks on Facebook, Instagram ads. And I target the right people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm targeting people that may be interested in what I have to sell, which is me, my sure. art. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and then I still do traditional flyers and hit the streets and and things like that but i think more importantly than anything is a uh, collaboration man mm-hmm. i i think that like a podcast like this i think that it, you could but well, you don't have to tell me cuz i know how to love you i pay attention to yeah the people that I deal with and I know what's important to them. So if you got a show going on, I'm going to share it with my audience because somebody in my audience is possibly interested in that. And, and, and my audience, they respect my music advice. Mm -hmm. So, so I think that, um, I definitely think like collaborating with other people. And sometimes you just reach out to them. Some, most people don't know. It, it, that's the thing. So it's like you get into a relationship and you expect this individual to automatically know how to love you, but they don't because they've never loved you before. So I think that you, you're teaching your audience how to love you. Like, Hey, this is how you love me. You consume my content. You share my content, you know, you uh, come to my shows, you share the important things. But I also think that when you, you know, you can reach out to your other people like me and be like, hey, Kelvin, I got a show coming up. Can you pub it for me? Mm -hmm. I'm usually going to do it anyway. Sure. But but other people may just not know. Mm-hmm. And so you just ask them, mm-hmm. you know, so even with the thing at can can we have like a circle of people that they just know soon as we start firing it off. Soon as I design a flyer, fire it off, they pew, 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 things shared. 200, 300, 400 times. And the truth of the matter is we don't necessarily need a bigger audience because mm-hmm. we already packed every week, but we have new, uh, new acts every week. And I want to give them the same respect and the same, uh, you know, so I, I think man, collaboration is key, man. I think reaching out to other artists that, um, that understand that your goal is just to grow the local music scene and the interest in it and to get people to push play. Everybody's not going to get it, but the people that do, that's what matters. You know what I'm saying? Well, I want to push play on a couple of your tracks. (laughs) So tell me what songs are we going to be listening to and what should we know about them? Uh, That, that not just that you, you've performed these. Oh yeah. yeah, So, um, so remember I told you I was writing off emotions. If, prior to mm-hmm. so uh, one of the songs that i'm that um uh, that i performed tonight is uh on fire and it's just uh grimy gritty dmx type of song mm-hmm. and i'm just talking my shit yeah you know it's 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 uh like my catchphrase says killing them lyrically i'm just 
playing with the vocabulary, uh, playing with the rhyme scheme and just having fun with it, you know, and, um, and you want me to tell you about the next song? Yo, sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's hear. Let's and hear so, so the on fire is kind of like the anger mm-hmm. or the fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and then the, um, second song is titled, uh, uh, spread your wings. And it's kind of like, um, a, a spiritual song, not religious, but definitely sure, yeah, spiritual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about my story in a nutshell and how I was able to overcome some of my life's pitfalls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and basically it's, it's, um, uh, talks about how, like I went through homelessness, um, how I was sick because I was a diabetic, didn't know I was a diabetic, was neglecting oh, myself. And then I um, was able to pull myself out and, you know, things are a lot better. My life is a lot better. I'm a lot happier as a human being. So sure, yeah. And so, you have a special guest on that particular track. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My, my homegirl books the soul scholar. Well, I think she calls herself now... A girl called Books. A girl called Books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Books is dope. Everybody know that name, Books. Books mm-hmm. has a big voice. When you oh, boy, when you heard she, it, yeah, 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 yeah. you would never yeah. think that a little woman like that would be. Oh, yeah. she hits those notes yeah. beautifully. So, yeah, yeah, man. Me and Books used to hang out, man, when she was in college, man. And, uh, yeah, now Books is a really, really dope artist, man. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, man. Yeah, no, and she's performing out locally too when she's not yeah, working yeah. at the arts council. Yeah. So I know she's busy now. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, books is a she's man. As far as an artist, man, that girl is. Oof, she's raw, man. Yeah, so, no, yeah. she is. She is. Well, we are going to take a break and listen to these tracks from Reckless Rhymicide, and we'll be right back here in a couple minutes and enjoy the show. <laughs> I'm on fire, this is not a drill, this is not a false alarm, this shit is for real, you can see the flames from my mouth when I talk, and you can see the smoke from my shoes when I walk, yeah, I'm on fire, this is not a drill, this is not a false alarm, this shit is for real, you can see the flames from my mouth when I talk, and you can see the smoke from my shoes when I walk, yeah. It's like hell opened up, I'm no longer a resident I'm rhymicidal, by now that should be evident I don't do this shit for likes or views Either pay me or end up on the nightly news I'm from a crime-ridden, drug-stricken city Always been a bad boy and I ain't talking diddy I got love in these streets, sell drugs or don't eat And when I got the plug, I put mugs on their feet I don't owe a nigga nothing I'm debt free. I keep a pistol close by to protect me. I'm unsigned, never scribbled on a dotted line. I'm on an independent grind, I want all mine. I'm on fire, this is not a drill. This is not a false alarm, this shit is for real. You can see the flames from my mouth when I talk, and you can see the smoke from my shoes when I walk. Yeah, I'm on fire, this is not a drill. This is not a false alarm, this shit is for real You can see the flames from my mouth when I talk And you can see the smoke from my shoes when I walk Yeah, I'm a business It's gonna cost just a witness But don't get added to my 
my hit list. I will end your career, nigga. Then crack a beer, nigga. Ramaside, we are what they fear, nigga. Then do my money dance. I don't wear them funny pants. In one month, I made a hundred bands. You can't tell me, you don't smell me. I'd rather be fear than love. Machiavelli, open your eyes. You see that I am something special. I've been spitting heat for years. I've been a vessel. I believe in Ramaside. That is my religion. I eat competition like Jordan's fishing chicken. Yeah, I'm on fire. This is not a drill. This is not a false alarm. This shit is for real. You can see the flames from my mouth when I talk. And you can see the smoke from my shoes when I walk. Yeah, I'm on fire. This is not a drill. This is not a false alarm. This shit is for real. You can see the flames from my mouth when I talk. And you can see the smoke from my shoes when I walk. Yeah. Through the struggle, all I know is hustle. This ain't just a song, these are pieces of my puzzle. I understand from where you stand, you can't see the whole picture. You're not alone, I was standing at that stove with you. It's a setup, I want you to get up. We can break the cycle, first you gotta step up. Don't be a statistic, you ain't gotta die. Everyone is gifted, you just gotta try. I'm not the one to preach, I'm just trying to teach. If you let me, I can help you make it out them streets. You ain't never gonna make it if you don't try. Lift your head and try your eyes. Life is hard, I ain't gonna lie. Spread your wings, tell me how you gonna fly. You ain't gonna make it if you don't try. Lift your head and try your eyes. Life is hard, I ain't gonna lie. Spread your wings, tell me how you gonna fly. I felt political, but this message is critical. I pray daily, I'm spiritual, yeah, lyrical. They lock us up in cages for ages like beasts. And right before we die, they release us to the streets. It's all fun and games until they come get you. When that cell close, you find out who's really with you. No money for commissary, no mail. The ones you ran with won't post your bail. How easy they forget, out of sight, out of mind. I wish you the best, these are troubled times. I've been broke, I ain't no joke, I study Rakim. If you know the old me, I am not him. Eyes wide open, my vision is clear. I saw the judge give my cousin 75 years. I ain't scared straight, I just want better for me and mine. There's no sun now, but eventually it'll shine. I never go.
Well, that was Reckless Rhymicide. We just heard a couple of great tracks from him. Thank you so much for performing those tracks oh, for man, us tonight, man. I appreciate man. you having me, man. Like I said, I want to go back and talk about your hustle and 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 talk about how you get your music out there because and not just your music, your merch. You got yeah. Yeah. you got merch like crazy. Yeah, I I definitely sell a lot of merch, and uh, I advise uh, all artists um, to uh, with the decline of physical uh, music, mm -hmm. CDs, and well, we know vinyl yeah. has it's become come back a, a bit, yeah. but it's expensive and it's Very. a long process to create it. Mm -hmm. So I uh, one of the things that I did is uh, I. I got some uh, CDs of some of my songs to make money. So, and I released them as a limited edition. So I only did a hundred CDs mm -hmm. and I sold all 100 of them no way. in one day. No way. Yeah. 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 I had it at the missing brick uh -huh. and, uh, and I had a CD release party, a CD signing. And, um, we captured some really dope content, man. And I sold all hundred CDs in one day. I think I saw that, that reel that you did about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's some, uh, on my Instagram, man, it's in uh, YouTube. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I always keep my videographer with me as well. That's smart. Well, your videographer's not here. No. You know what? He came over my house when I was on my way. Uh -huh. So he had to do some daddy duties. Okay. But other than okay. that, but normally. You're tailed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally pay this guy not to move out of town. That's how amazing. <laughs> it's a longstanding joke, but that's how important, like, Who Done It Beats is to sure. my uh, career as well, because he's my audio engineer. He does most of my production, and he does most of my uh, video work. You know, sometimes it's just, like, random footage or whatever, and I, I really think some of the stuff I never see again, so I think he's kind of doing like that mm -hmm. documentary thing oh yeah 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 for yeah. later because some of this stuff i'll be like what happened to that you mm -hmm. know he'd be like it's in my camera i got it but i <laughs> but i never see it again so uh hopefully he's putting something together you know to surprise me on down the line mm -hmm. because uh my brand is definitely growing like uh you said i i get a quite a few bigger stages uh but but i what's the biggest stage you've played so far slamology wow yeah slamology is a big car and a music festival it takes place out at uh lucas oil raceway mm -hmm. out in brownsburg um <clears throat> and uh, so one of the organizers organizers that reached out to me and said that uh man i've been watching you for a couple years now and he was like man what made me choose you man is your drive he was like man you never stop and he was like i know you got to get frustrated sometimes but he was like you just never give up and that's just my um uh, that is probably one of my superpowers is i i don't give up man i find a workaround Okay. I, or I go over it or I, you know, mm -hmm. I just don't stop, man. And um, rarely ever, man, I wake up in the morning checking my email, seeing mm -hmm. who. Uh, so for me, I uh, you have the music industry and then you have the music business. And I try to pay attention to the music business mm -hmm. because we as artists, we invest so much into our music, but we don't really see a return on our investment like that. So true. This is one of the few things, you mm -hmm. know, 
So I get creative. My, the way my mind works is I'm going to sift through the BS and find the diamonds. And so another thing that I did was uh, I took I like like 15 music videos. So I'm not hitting the numbers on YouTube as far as the views. I'm getting sure, views, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's an astronomical number. And some of the people that hit that number hit it back in the days when it was only YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I took all of my music videos. I'm like, man, I probably got ten, twenty thousand dollars tied up in this. What can I do to generate some money? So once again, me and my buddy who done it, mm-hmm. we sitting at the office brainstorming. And I said, you know what? I said, man, we could put these music videos together, add some commentary, some backstory in between each one, me explaining what's going yeah. on and, you know, the story behind it. And uh, we could take it to the movie theaters and it's a film. Mm-hmm. And so we, this is how I started with the, my relationship with Can Can. So okay. I went to Can Can and I told them what I had. They had no questions asked. Mm-hmm. I went on a Sunday and they were like, thank you for coming in. Absolutely. You can do it here. And I sold out two shows. No way. Yeah, man. Yep, and that's where my relationship with Can Can because they gave me a chance, um, and so I'm loyal to them. Now I can tell, and, yeah, and they man. really they, I mean, one, it's a great spot. Yeah, it is. And and two, to be able to kind of sell that thing out for your film, yeah. But then also every Tuesday night, I mean, that, yeah, that place yeah. always 50, is looking full. 60, 50, 60 people, man, every Tuesday night, man. But like I said, I'm a pretty good marketer, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to tell people how to love me. And what's important to me is just support me. And some of it's free. Mm-hmm. And it could, because if you support me, I'm going to support you, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I have a lot of resources and a lot of, uh, you know, influential people that are, uh, you know, on, on my side. So I'll just tell people all the time, the more I get, the more I give, mm-hmm. you know, so even the same thing with you, you know what I'm saying? You give me this opportunity to tell my story, you know, so I'm going to tell everybody about this amazing studio that we're Mm -hmm. recording in and this amazing guy named Josh Gillespie that I met, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's how that works. (laughs) I I appreciate that, Reckless. Mind if I just call you Reckless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Um... So when you hustle, you're not just hustling for yourself. You're hustling for a community. Yeah, yeah. I hustle for the community, man. I I just want people to push play. Kind of like um, because uh, back in the days, I remember a lot of record stores. I don't know if they still do it, but uh, they used to put us in a section um, and it would say local music. It was like a little counter. And I'm thinking, oh, no. I was like, well, my name starts with R, so put me right next to the R's. I mean, just mix me in, you know. Mm-hmm. Put me next to Jay-Z, you know. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm that dope. Uh-huh. I think I'm that dope, and hopefully you Well, you got to be. You got to you know, feel that way, yeah. Everything is... Uh, and. Every, I put some thought into even my cover art because I put myself in a consumer's mind, like what made me buy music that I had never heard before. This was before Sam Goody. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, yeah. and it was the cover. It was mm-hmm. a, if it was a cool cover, I would take a chance on it. So it's the same thing now with the streaming platforms. 
it's clickbait. So if the cover art is pretty cool and mm-hmm. it's subjective, but I think that people are quicker to push play on it as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you find <laughs> that that playlisting is good for artists, especially locally, and 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 um, building that connection? Yeah, I think playlists are really dope. But I personally, I like to curate my playlist because I really listen to the music mm-hmm. but i don't but I, I don't judge the music you know long as it's recorded the quality is good that's all that i care about because i want my listeners to still have a good experience mm-hmm. but so i create playlists based around obviously things that i'm involved like the big mike g's comedy i got a playlist of all my musical guests that have music on like spotify and stuff like that and i push that from time to time mm-hmm. and and i advertise that playlist mm-hmm. so that more people discover that playlist and if we are connected in that way and then I have another playlist that's just like all Indiana artists that um, I these are just random artists. A lot of these artists I never met, mm-hmm. but I just want to provide value to them. And then hopefully they'll pay attention to what I'm I got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that leads me to promoting the Voices of Indie playlist. Which I only started promoting this year. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. But I, I went on there. I, I'm telling you, man. When I could connect with somebody, I connect. I dig. I start to meddle in their life yeah. and see what all they got. <laughs> so I saw that, man. Yeah. So you're gonna be on it now. Oh man, I appreciate Vol- volume it, man. three. That it is like like you with the can can yeah. uh, and the big Mike G's but event. I think playlisting definitely adds value. It not necessarily immediate all the time, mm-hmm. but. Over time, yeah, definitely playlisting adds value. And the cool thing about playlisting, and since, you know, this is a digital world we live in, when they f- search for you, they find me. Mm-hmm. And when they search for me, they find you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like that collaborative thing that I was saying. And so, like, when you release this and people are searching for Reckless Ramasad, and so I pay attention to how many times they've searched for me. And I have, like, a Google alert on my name. So I get it. Yeah, man, you got to pay attention. And uh, so this will pop up and all the other people that uh, just tap in. Because, you know, the fans are different. Some will reach out and say, hey, I love what you do. Some just sit back and they just love it, but yeah, they, they never. Consume. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah, no, as an answer to your question, man, I think playlists are very, very important. But I think that if you get a chance and you have the opportunity, still create some CDs. They're inexpensive and people do buy them. People want collector's items so Mm -hmm. i think that um you know companies like disc makers and stuff like that that still manufacture cds man i think that uh people are always gonna want a collector's item man so i i definitely advise people to still do that i still have i actually recently pressed my first album onto cd did you yeah, yeah man, just, I think. Uh, one to have merch it only 50 yeah uh, yeah that's but what it you do is, it's a limited run that's but that's what makes it so mm-hmm. special mm-hmm. is that long after we all gone man somebody's still gonna have them because like one cd that me and Loke did man this was our first little ep i mean this was years ago man i i searched reckless ramasad and uh they selling it like over in japan no I, way bro 
they got the hard copy. And the crazy thing is, like, we had uh, designed a cover in, like, print shop. Mm-hmm. So you, I could see how in the world do you have an original copy of this CD? That's crazy. But, yeah, man. So we never know where any of this stuff is going, man. Mm-hmm. No, it, that, that, that's true. That's true. Um, what advice would you give somebody who is whether they're in the hip-hop game or any other they're just an artist here in yeah. indianapolis trying to break through right you know what what advice <clears throat> would you give well someone who's who's just starting out first of all i would definitely say uh get involved in the communities uh Go perform, go bang these open mics, go bang uh, every mic that you can. Go to karaoke. A lot of them are free. You have some that have a little fee, but the majority of the time it's like 5 to $20, so it's well worth it. But I'd suggest go to uh, get in the music community. Like I said, open mics and karaoke would be my start, and you're going to meet the people that you need to meet at those kind of places Mm -hmm. because even my life now i tell people all the time i party with a purpose if it's a function that is centered around local music which is what i care about i'm gonna go to it Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying for it to be a national act you know it's just got to be somebody that i really really want to go see Mm because right now i'm so I'm so Indiana, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Um two this is kind of a two part question. Who has been your favorite Indiana artist that you've come across over let's say in the last ten years? And secondly, who's been your favorite artist to perform at at your open mic? Oh man. I'm gonna probably get in trouble, <laughs> but there are several guys, man. I'm just gonna give them shouts out, man, because these guys, I think that they go hard. I am uh, when I meet them, I'm a fan of their hustle as well. So I'm gonna shout out uh, my homeboy Nikki Neptune for sure, man. I'm gonna shout out Skip without a doubt, man. These two guys go hard man these guys are they go just as hard as me if not harder man wow yeah these these guys are out here working and um they definitely starting to uh see a return on their investments because they so active man they always clapping they the loudest one clapping you know what i'm saying supporting mm-hmm. other people you know so as a return people support them mm-hmm yeah, but th- that's definitely. And then as far as um, the, oh, man, as far as uh, my favorite artists at the Can-Can, there's so many dope ones that come through, and I don't know where these people are going in life, but I'm glad that they stopped and uh, I was able to give them a platform. But by far, man, probably is going to be either my brother, Loke Ramasad. Now, mm-hmm. he's amazing. I'm definitely a fan of him, man. And uh, and then my homegirl, Sounds of Shy Ray, a.k.a. Terry Crony. Everybody know how tight me and her are. Didn't she? Do You just did a show with her, didn't uh-huh. you? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we perform a lot together, but she's, because uh, we have a song together, but she's uh, just a really dope individual all around, but an amazing songstress. So I definitely think that uh, Sounds of Shire is 
definitely one of my favorite performers mm -hmm. that have came through Big Mike G's comedy open mic, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we've talked so much about your active activism activism. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word, but your activity know, within the, the the local community yeah. and and your support, your overwhelming support, yeah. not just of, of the Indianapolis music community, but of yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have almost glossed over the fact that you are a musician, even though we've played oh, a couple of yeah, your songs. Yeah, yeah. Um what what should we know about Reckless Fremicide the musician? Oh man. I'm passionate about just a creative process, man, and I I challenge myself and if you uh dig into my catalog, you'll see that I don't really fit in a genre. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm all over the board, man. Uh, one time I had a song that was kind of like a belly dancing song, <laughs> nice. you know, so I'm I'm just kind of like all over the board and uh, I, I'm just having fun. I love the creative process, mm -hmm. man. And I love to uh, um, try to help other up and coming musicians navigate this Mm -hmm. stuff because it, it it can be uh treacherous waters out there it can be it can oh my be. goodness it doesn't have to be though no no it doesn't it doesn't well <clears throat> we've come to the part of the show where <laughs> i actually do need to drop in the second advertisement oh that's fine man so uh and that advertisement is for the engine room recording company where we're doing this awesome show and the engine room recording company is located in broad ripple village just north of indianapolis and they specialize in making your projects go. Podcasters, bands, audiobookers, rappers, singers, songwriters, and everyone in between, the Engine Room Recording Company has the engineers, the equipment, and the environment to fuel your projects. Check out Broad Ripple's recording studio by visiting for more information on their services, artists they've recorded, and gear they have at EngineRoomRecordingCompany.com. And be sure to visit their Instagram page by searching at Engine Room Recording Company. Reckless what have we missed has there been anything that i don't that think you so, want man. to cover that we haven't covered i don't think so but i you know i just advise whatever artists that um uh, that watch this uh you know just try to help out your fellow artists in any way shape or form that you can we we stronger together we need each other and i don't care what uh, style of music you do, um, whether it's jazz, blues, calypso, beatbox, uh, instrumental, techno. I mean, we all need each other, man, as a community, man. And I think that that's how cities like Atlanta, you know, became so hot is that they were pushing each other. Hey, mm -hmm. I don't got a show tonight, but you know what? My homeboy Josh is playing over at this spot. Mm -hmm. Let's go over and check him out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's nah. be the loudest ones in the room cheering for them. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that uh, if we get a lot more people on board to uh, clap for others, when it's your turn, you're going to have a lot more people clapping for you. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? No, that's that's incredible advice, and I I couldn't agree more. Um where can they? Where can people find you online? Oh man, you can just type the word in Rhymicide. It's R H Y M A C I D E. You can just literally like type it in Google, but um, or go to my personal website, which is Rhymicide dot com. It has the merch, links to the music. It's pretty much 
Yeah, everything is on there, man. Mm -hmm. One time I lost my social media. Oh, no. Bro. Yeah, one time I lost my social media. So I also encourage every artist, and I'm not getting any money for this, but I'm going (laughs) to say create you a Banzugo account or, you know, one of these accounts where you can build a little website. Because one time I lost my social media, and I was running ads and everything. I was up to like 11,000. This was like three years ago followers that i've built up running ads and and, you know and facebook like so i tell people all the time we don't own those social media platforms they just tools Mm -hmm. you always want to have something that you do control which is you know your website or whatever Mm -hmm. you know things that maybe facebook says you can't post this but i can post whatever on my website Mm -hmm. you know so yeah i always advise uh artists don't rely totally on social media man uh definitely when you can't afford to or you know create something that that you control man Mm -hmm. yep absolutely i have a banzoogle myself oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, well just in case since we talking music i think personally that they are the best for what we do they understand what we need Mm -hmm. as artists and it is pretty easy to build it you know it is so no i agree I agree. I agree. (laughs) Well, that is, we've come to the end of the show. Yeah. I, this has been such a rewarding time. Hey man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on the show. And real quick, I I asked your brother this and he gave an excuse and he gave, he gave uh, a definition. (laughs) But, but for those who may have missed that episode, what does rhymicide mean? Killing them lyrically, man. Hip hop is competitive. For us, competitive in a fun way. We grew up in that era. And so, I, you know, I challenge our artists, man. I put my work in. I think that uh, I think that I'm unmatched. I think my vocabulary is superb. <laughs> you know. Love it. Love it. Reckless, thanks for being on the show this hey, week. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Josh, man. And uh, I believe that our next group is the Ark of Ethelene. They will be coming on uh, the following week. And so I hope you enjoyed this week. I certainly enjoyed this week. This was a fantastic interview. I had a great time. We got some great music hey, from man, Le- Reckless Rhymicide. Check him out on Instagram. Seriously, no one beats this guy's hustle. <laughs> no lie. No lie. Uh, thank you again for being on hey, the man, show. Hey, man, I appreciate what you do, man, for indie artists, man. And that's I-N-D-Y. That's right. <laughs> I-N-D-Y. Uh, so we'll be back again next week when our guest, uh, when my guest will be the Ark of Ethelene. And, again, thank you, Reckless Rhymicide, for being on the show. Hey, man, thank you for having me, Josh. You're welcome. We'll be back next week. Thanks. <laughs>